Right now, we're in the African savanna on a beautiful, sunny summer morning, where we're witnessing a young Amazon PPC campaign in its natural habitat. This juvenile campaign is just two weeks old, newly birthed from Seller Central. You can tell this campaign has so much natural instinct with its fresh new auto-targeting ad groups. Watch closely. You can see already it's learning how to stand and grow, reporting on clicks, conversions, and ACOS. While it seems like this young campaign is healthy and strong, in its youth, it's extremely vulnerable and unprotected from lurking predators. Michael, look! On the horizon, a herd of fierce, irrelevant search queries are approaching. Ah, yes, Stephen. While these queries are dangerous, they don't attack like a lion or a jaguar. Instead, they are parasitic, slowly debilitating an Amazon campaign by draining its ad spend budget to death with low conversion rates. This poor young campaign, defenseless and completely unaware of the encroaching danger. Oh no! The predators have descended upon the campaign! And look! Here comes, galloping in the distance, a search term with 75 clicks and no conversions. This is surely the end of this young campaign. Ah! What's this? Suddenly appearing out of the brush! It's a fully grown ad badger charging in! He's coming to save the campaign! And completely upgrading the campaign with new bid optimizations. Michael! The ad badger is completely pulverizing the vicious, unprofitable search terms. The ad badger has proven himself victorious once again, and he will go on to fight and defend more Amazon campaigns here in the savannah for many years to come. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven from Ad Badger, and you are listening to the AMZ PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. And you guys can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, everybody out there in Badger Nation? It's your boy, Mike. And as always, I'm joined by Steven. Steven, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, Mike. I hope everyone out there is doing pretty well, uh, too. We're getting a lot of rain right now in Austin, so that's fun. Yes. You know what else is fun? That new podcast intro. Very exciting. Brand new. Spicing it up. Uh, We like to have fun on the podcast, and hopefully our listeners out there that can share in some of the fun. Yeah, we actually, we just recorded it before recording this current podcast. We haven't edited it. We haven't even heard our own voices yet. So yes. we have no idea ourselves what it sounds like. I think the accents are, are going to be either a hit or, or just our, miss. our listens are just going to fall off a yeah, cliff. Yeah, like that. We, <laughs> we, actually, we don't even know if that's any shorter than the original. I, next time we'll have a 10-minute podcast yes. intro. <laughs> 10 yes. minutes. Um, so... As you know, we invite all of you listeners to leave us a voicemail at badger.com slash voicemail. You can give us a call at 833-BADGERS. And we actually got a question from Adam. Adam says he's a huge fan of the show. Thank you so much, Adam. And this question is so poignant because it's a very, very popular topic. It is becoming more and more important. We are seeing the impact of these things go through the roof and are pretty impactful in people's accounts. Let's hear what we're going to be talking about today. Let's play a little of Adam's question. Hi there. My name is Adam, an e-commerce manager from the UK, um, big ad badger fan. Um, on the topic of placements and 
trying to funnel more traffic to the first page top of search placement. I just wanted to query whether this strategy would work. So we've uh, noticed that most of our campaigns perform way better uh, within this placement area. Um, So the strategy that we thought we'd use to funnel more traffic there is to reduce all of our base bids to very low levels, like 11 cents to 20 cents. Then up the placement top of search bid adjustment to 400%. And based on average click uh, cost per click, uh, that would have meant that we had a competitive bid um, when you make that um, calculation. Set the product page bid adjustment to 0%. Boom, Stephen, this is our, our first one that we're doing on the show. Listener question. I, I think this is awesome. Thank you so much, Adam, for writing in. Uh, Stephen, let's break down this question, shall we? Yeah, uh, and thanks again, Adam, for sending in that question. Actually, when I was first listening to that voicemail, uh, I, I, I actually had a, like a smile crack across my face mm-hmm. because... I completely understood like his frustrations where he was coming yep. from. Like I loved seeing how he was thinking through this. Like he's, he's exactly spot mm-hmm. on with, with his question. Dude, when I'm in the office, like it'll be like six, six thirty, seven o'clock at your big 27 inch monitor. You've got the spreadsheet open. You're like, ah, oh, dude, I'm banging out these placement bid settings. Right. So at nighttime. Th- I don't get in that early. <laughs> this is real, this is real stuff. That's right. This is <laughs> 7 PM. So yeah. So like this is ext- incredibly like, perfect for this timing. So break down those questions, Stephen. Yeah. So it's basically twofold. Uh, I think um, Adam's got two questions going in there. Um, the first one is, you know, talking about like he, he very clearly sees a big difference between the conversion performance for top of search and rest of search or product pages. Mm-hmm. He's wondering how much should I increase my bids for top of search? Right. Um, and so he was saying, you know, like 400%. So he's kind of wondering, you know, he, he's kind of just guessing at a number. So we're going to talk about, you know, how do you calculate mm-hmm. right. the exact perfect increase mm-hmm. amount? Uh, the second part of his question was he was saying, because you can't decrease bids for rest of search, uh, he's saying, do I have to manually just like do a global decrease of all my bids? Uh, he's talking about getting like 11 cent, 20 mm-hmm. cent bids on all of his keywords, just really, really low. Um, so like the default bid for rest of search would be really low. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then his top of search, you know, once you do a 400% multiplier or whatever, maybe it's going to get you back up to like 80 cents right. uh, to a dollar. So this is so perfect. And I, we've touched on placement bid modifiers in the past, but what's going to be different about this episode is we're actually going to walk through, it's a relatively simple formula. Uh, we're actually going to walk through this formula so that you'll know exactly what to go into each campaign and actually set some placement bid modifiers. And if it's all right with you, Stephen, I'd like to actually like walk through just the a concept, maybe using devices instead of placements, just because it's a little bit easier to wrap our heads around. Yeah, and I think we did kind of um, we did talk about this, and mm-hmm. I think the analogy you're about to present we we did hit this on an episode about placement settings, right. but. Uh, I think it's really good to just give this like a 2.0, like an even deeper dive. Right. Um, yeah, so go for it. So let's say we have two devices. We have mobile bids and mobile conversion rates and then desktop bids and desktop conversion rates. And let's say you look at a placement report and it says that your mobile bids are converting 200% better. So in a perfect world, you would just go right in and you'd set your mobile bid to 200%. But what would happen if you couldn't set a bid modifier for desktop, even though desktop had a different level of performance? Well, what you'd have to do is go in and actually 
figure out what your desktop bid should be without a modifier. So you'd actually have to go in and say, well, if my desktop is bidding, uh, is converting 50% less, you'd have to go in and decrease your desktop bid. And then you'd have to figure out how far am I from my mobile bid increase. So then you have to go in and increase it by that much at which you reduced your desktop. And I know that's a little confusing because it is. You know, for some reason on Amazon, we have these three placements. We have top of search, which is the top of the search result page. We have the rest of search, which is anything that's not on top of search, you know, in the middle of page one, on the bottom of page one, page two, so on and so forth. And then we, of course, have product pages. Now, these are all going to behave sometimes dramatically different. You know, sometimes top of search might convert at 10, 15%, and sometimes rest of search might convert at one or 2%. So the difference in performance here is so dramatic that we have to go and look at this and, and sort of calculate our top of search bid and then basically figure out how much we need to increase that over rest of search. So that's sort of how we need to wrap our minds around this. Our new default bid becomes our, our sort of our rest of search bid, and then we figure out by how much do we need to increase it. So that's exactly what this episode is going to be about. How much should we be reducing our default bid? How much should we be making uh, our top of search bid increase? That's exactly it. We have some really easy examples. Um, so every, yeah, by the end of this, everyone should be leveled up on this. Yeah, and uh, just to kind of get things going, I wanted to start off with an actual real example that we were, we were just talking about. Um, our, our team was slacking about this. We have a, a Slack channel called Amazon PPC Talk. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were just so, I was throwing some screen caps in there yeah. of an account that I was um, actually updating today and, and doing all these calculations that we're about to talk about. Um, but basically what we were looking at is, uh, you know, you want to look at the conversion rate performance for each of those three ad placements. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you want to figure out which one's the best performing ad placement. It's usually top of search, mm -hmm. um, but not always. And then you want to find out by how much better is that conversion rate? You know, what's the perform the conversion performance difference? And right. so if you find out um, that it performs like 100% better, then you're going to want to increase those bids by 100%. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about all those calculations in just a second. But just to give you an example of, of this one account, uh, this one campaign, um, the conversion rate for top of search was 13.5%. So pretty solid conversion rate. Um, conversion rate for rest of search was 3%. So pretty big drastic drop off. And then for product pages, it was less than 2%. It was 1.4%. Right. So, and, and we've touched on this topic before, you know, just generally higher up in the search, people are more eager to go and attack. Uh, you know, th these people are sort of hunters. They see it, they click on it, they buy it. Whereas maybe rest of search product pages, these people are just browsing. So they would, uh, you know, be more inclined to just continue to click around. And what's really crazy is that we have that conversion rate breakdown. Top of search for this particular example, 13.5%. Rest of search, 3%. Product pages, you know, 1.5%. And what's really crazy about this so like you have that level a level of performance and just to describe how impactful these placement changes are to really understand that not only do you need the conversion rates of these things to really figure out like wow if i got more clicks for top of search how much better would that be if i can get more clicks for at a 14% conversion rate that's awesome uh What's really crazy is the spend distribution. Stephen, talk a little bit about how top of search, rest of search product pages was actually distributed in this particular example. Yeah, and this example is a great one, but I see it all the time where, you know, usually, and it's kind of weird, but the majority of the ad spend 
is going to the placement with like the worst conversion rates. Mm. And in this, uh, in this specific example, um, top of search had $30 of ad spend. Um, rest of search, which had the, the 3% conversion rate, had $100 of ad spend. And product pages, which had less than 2% conversion rate, had $200 of ad spend. Mm-hmm. So uh, essentially, I mean, what's, what's the total of that? 200 divided by, we'll say 330, round off. So 60% of the ad spend budget mm-hmm. is being spent on right. product pages, where it has the lowest conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the idea is, you know, flip that, right? <laughs> Let's spend the majority of our money winning top of search placements where it's the best. And, and let's not bid the same on top of search with a 14% conversion rate that we do at rest of search and product mm-hmm. pages, which have under 3%. Right. So, so not only do we want to fix our distribution of clicks, but we also want to pay less for less for things that convert at a lower rate. Yeah. The, and the CPCs on these, I mean, the CPCs were actually the highest on product pages. Explain that. Um, yeah. And so the idea that we're going after here is, uh, you'll see in a second, we're going to be decreasing our bids, mm-hmm. um, you know, for all of our keywords, right. but then really cranking and an it, increased percentage for top you know, search. You know what I feel like a lot of people do at this stage, they would see this and be like, oh, product pages converting only at 1.39%. I'm, you know, my CPC is 95 cents. I'm just going to go find a way to turn it off. You know, maybe I won't even run sort of auto campaigns anymore and, you know, try to like reduce the amount of product pages, but it's not like it's converting at zero. Mm-hmm. You are getting sales from this. You're just paying too much for it. Right. You know, the ACOS is too high. So again, one of the best ways to scale an account is just to figure out what you should be bidding mm-hmm. for everything that you get a conversion for. So I feel like there's this big push for people to turn off something that converts, but doesn't convert well, when in actuality, we would just want to decrease our bid for right. these placements. So then you'll still get clicks that convert, but you'll just be paying less for them. So they'll convert at your target, whatever mm-hmm. you need. Well, let's dive into it and talk about how to make these calculations. So for this example, we are going to have a very simple and, you know, I would recommend maybe taking out a piece of paper, writing these down. If you're on your computer at home, popping open Excel, Google Sheets, or if you're, you know, uh, in the car, maybe pause this, come back to it. Because we're going to be breaking it down. It's going to be really, really easy. Once you actually discover this formula, this math behind it, it's actually really easy and straightforward to figure out what you should go in and enter your top of search modifier, what you should be reducing your default bids by. Uh, it's actually really elegant. Uh, and I definitely have to say, I have to commend Stephen for actually diving through loads of spreadsheets to really to figure out what this calculation should be. So we tested it, we looked at it, the performance has been pretty darn good with it. And this is a pretty quick way to implement placement changes in your account right here, right now. So let's take a simple example. Let's take top of search, rest of search, product pages. So if you're following along, write these things down. Top of search, rest of search, product pages. Let's give top of search a 10% conversion rate. Let's give rest of search a 5% conversion rate, and let's give product pages a 7% conversion rate. So all we've got right now, top of search, 10, rest of search, 5, product pages, 7. Now, Stephen, what is this formula that we should write down underneath? Yeah, so uh, and real quick, just kind of before we dive into all of that, um, just so you guys know where to f- get your conversion rate, Amazon doesn't mm-hmm. give it to you. Uh, your conversion rate is how many orders you got, uh, mm-hmm. not units sold, um, but your actual number of orders 
um, divided by your total number of clicks. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to tell you how many shoppers actually ended up, you know, converting or making a sale for you. So, um, yeah, you'll, you'll take those three ad placements, that top of search, and say you got, you know, one conversion and 10 clicks. Mm -hmm. um, now you've got a 10% conversion rate. Yeah. Um, so once you figure out the conversion rate for each of your ad uh, placements, like mm -hmm. Michael said, was uh, 10, 5, and 7, um, you're going to take your best conversion rate and you're going to divide that by your worst conversion rate, and then you're going to subtract one from and that. So that, mm -hmm. so that is the equation to figure out um, basically how much better is the best converting ad placement performing mm -hmm. than the worst. Yes, and in this example, we made the best performing placement top of search because most likely your top of search will convert the best. So you take the best converting rate, and in, in this example, it's 10 over the worst, which in this example is five. So it'd be 10 over five, which is two. And then you take two and you minus one, which is one. And now you have 100%. So basically this makes sense, right? Because 10 is 100% greater than five. So my 10% conversion rate is 100% better than my 5% conversion rate. So I've landed on what my top of search modifier should be. This converts twice as good as my worst one. So that's how I have 100%. So hopefully everyone's with us there. We have just figured out how much we should increase our best converting placement here again. And best then, converting over worst converting, minus one, boom. And then for product pages, you would have a, so if we were saying, assuming a 7% conversion rate for product pages, 5% on top of search, or for rest of search, um, you get seven divided by five, uh, and then you would subtract one from that number. Um, so that would end up giving you, yeah, seven divided by five is 1.4, and then you subtract one and you get 0.4. Mm -hmm. So basically it's 40% better right. conversion rate on product pages than rest of search. Boom. So now we know what number to put in our top of search modifier, as well as our product page modifier. And those are calculated. We're not guessing. Because mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, people will say, well, I'll throw a 400% multiplier on top of search. And then it, right. it goes crazy. It was too mm -hmm. much. Um, right. Now the question becomes, well, wait a second. What am I supposed to do with rest of search? You know, how do I modify my bids for rest of search? Well, we need to figure out what we our decrease is for rest of search. Uh, Stephen, walk us through that. How do we calculate a decrease? Yeah, and just to make sure we're all aware of, of why we need to decrease our bids is uh, if you just increase you know, your, your bid, whatever, adjustments for top of search and product pages, but you don't change your rest of search, the majority of your ad spend budget may still go to the wrong spot at extremely high A cost, extremely low conversion rate. Um, you may be getting more traffic now mm -hmm. at top of search and wherever you're you know, increasing, but the goal is to also get less traffic um, or at least the right amount of traffic at those worst spots. Mm -hmm. So the way we would do this now, um, and forgive me if it's kind of complicated or at least mentally, I think, to wrap your mind around it, we are going to have a blog post on this as well with... Uh, We'll have, you know, all the equations will be there. So if you don't have to memorize it, it'll be there. You can grab it. Um, we got one of our, uh, one of our interns or formerly an intern. Now he's contracting Shazib. Shout out to Shazib. He's making these into really nice graphics. Great UT student. Yep. UT banging out some great grad, great potential gra graduates. Shout out Good to stuff. UT. <laughs> um, so he'll make a graphic for this. Uh, but the decrease equation is going to be one divided by then parentheses one plus whatever the percent increase was. Mm -hmm. So to give that into an actual hard example, 
um, when we were just talking about how much better top of search was from rest of search, we realized it was 100% better. So we're going to increase bids for top of search by 100%. Mm -hmm. Now that 100%, we're not going to plug that into our equation. So it'll be one divided by, and then the bottom part of this division is all in parentheses, one plus 100% or, or one plus one, which is going to give you two. Uh, and so you're going to have two on the bottom, one on top. Your answer is uh, 50, or 0.5. Mm-hmm. So we are going to multiply all of our bids by 0.5 or essentially cut them all in half to basically make the default bid for rest of search half of what it was. Mm-hmm. But then when we increase bids by 100% again for top of search, the bids will go back to where they were. Right. And that's following all of the, we're talking about when you're doing your revenue per click times target A costs. Mm-hmm. We we did bid bidding strategy episodes. So that's what we're talking about there. Right. And that's it. You know, this will probably take people by the first time you go through maybe 20, 30 minutes per campaign. But I feel like this is really empowering because we finally know, you know, what mathematically, what should we be going in there and doing for our top of search, our product page bid modifiers. And then if we are increasing these bids, how do we, how do we change our default bids for all of our keywords? So we will have a really detailed walkthrough with pictures of these equations on our blog. Uh, and we're actually inspired by prepping for this episode, actually having a bid calculator on our site where you can just go in and punch in your numbers and then it'll actually just spit out what you should punch in. So you can actually skip some of these calculations. So I don't know if that's going to be up when we publish this podcast, but uh, depending on when you listen to this, it's probably going to be up. So be sure to go over to adbadger.com slash podcast and actually click on the podcast notes and read our long form detailed post for this episode. So boom, Steven, is this the end of placement bid modifiers? You know what? There's, there's one, there's one other catch that we might as well say it now because someone's going to bring it up. Uh, we're going to get this question next. Mm-hmm. And the question is this, um, what if the keywords perform differently? What if each keyword performs differently in each ad placement? And that takes us to the next segment. So yes, Stephen, you are right. Different keywords within the same campaign you only get to set your placement modifiers at the campaign level. Right. So you have to, you're basically taking the aggregate of all your keyword performance and then sort of taking the average performance for top of search, rest of search product pages for all the keywords in, in there, whether it be keywords or product targets, category category targets, even your auto targets. Right. Uh, for example, you know, once you add, say, like a 200% increase for top of search, you may have like really bad performing keywords that never got that sort of mm-hmm. bid update. So they never got those top right. of search placements, but now suddenly they're there mm-hmm. and uh, they're not performing as well as your other keywords that were, that were ranking really, that you were ranking really well for. Right. So even before we get into a potential solution to this, we do want to say that the first part of this episode, breaking down those those placement settings, that's definitely good. Like you should do that. It's better than not doing it at all. So I think that's a good point to make. Mm -hmm. This other part that we're talking about is a little bit more experimental. Basically, we're saying, and we haven't done loads and loads of testing on this yet. We started to uh, recently. And basically, what we are proposing is because different keywords, so let's say keyword A, let's say it's top of search 
performance is 15%. And let's say its product pages is 5% conversion rate. Let's say we have a keyword B, just for the sake of example. Let's say its top of search is converts at 45%. And let's say its product pages converts at 1%. So like, let's say two keywords, but just drastically different performance. The only way to have different placement bid modifiers for these two keywords is to actually break them out into separate campaigns. Right. So you would essentially be rolling out a single keyword campaign strategy, mm -hmm. um, which has no real benefits of itself except for taking advantage mm -hmm. of campaign level adjustments, right? Such as those those bid adjustments, right? Um, for each keyword. Right, and this is not new. I mean, we talked about single keyword campaigns for sponsored brand ads. So when people are searching uh, a keyword, they see that keyword in the ad text for mm -hmm. your sort of headline search ad mm -hmm. or your sponsored brand ad up top. So this all kind of makes sense where there's just as a general rule of thumb in paid traffic, you want to be as segmented as you can here's the caveat, without it getting the, in the way of actual optimization. Mm -hmm. So the question that becomes, how much work is it to actually do this? Uh, Steven, so you started doing this in this past week. Walk us through what you actually did. Yeah, so um, by a special request by one of our clients, they wanted to test out this strategy. Mm -hmm. um, we had no idea how it's going to work, so we're just doing it with, I think we just have 20 keywords right now that we just put into mm -hmm. separate campaigns. So we've right. got... How did, you, how did you decide on the 20? Uh, I took 20 keywords with at least $10 of ad spend okay. from the third most important campaign. Okay. <laughs> so like mid-importance. Mid-importance. Some to data. To still get some data on it, mm -hmm. but not to, enough to rock the boat if it goes poorly. Cool. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of Excel work because uh, mm -hmm. I don't like using campaign manager. I prefer to do everything in... Uh, bulk operation files. Right. So just created a bulk file that created uh, 20 new campaigns, mm -hmm. uh, an ad group in each campaign, um, all having one mm -hmm. keyword in each ad group, mm -hmm. and started off with 100% top of search increase just to get things rolling. Yeah. Uh, I was just at lunch with a high-powered Amazon seller earlier this week, and they're also testing this single keyword campaign strategy. And I think he said that he was paying somebody like $5,000 a month to roll this out. And uh, I was just thinking, because we're not charging $5,000 to do this. Maybe, maybe we should. Maybe we should, <laughs> right? Um, so I guess the point is, does this have some promise? It's, it's sort of starting to percolate up, where it's like you're, you're looking at it and you're like, oh, man, like why can't I do placement settings per keyword? This is really the only way to do that. And it's kind of like this... I feel like over the last 10 years of doing paid traffic, there's always been stuff like this where it's like the, the optimization principle outpaced what the platform has available. So then people have to start doing these wonky things where it's like, oh, well, now I guess I have to do this. You know, at one point in time on Google ads, you couldn't set uh, like negative tablet settings or, or I forget what exactly what it was. So you would essentially do the same thing. You'd create a tablet only campaign and a mobile only campaign instead of having your modifiers within each one. So it was like, there's always been like sort of these sort of frustrating things that have popped up where the optimization principle is there. It's apparent, but the platform just doesn't catch up in a perfect world. Will we ever have placement settings by ad group? Maybe. I, I, I would like to. Right? <laughs> placement settings by ad, by ad group. Placement settings by keyword. I mean, I don't know. That, that seems a little 
I don't think they would do that. Um, cause that seems like so granular. That seems like so, yeah. cause there are, they're only doing it at the campaign level. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get ad group level, we're not going to get individual keyword right. level. So it's something really interesting to think about. The only other thing that you would have to watch out for is uh, if you're doing single keyword campaigns, Amazon caps you at 10,000 campaigns mm-hmm. um, being active or paused at any time. Mm-hmm. So I heard if you message them, they will kick it up. What? Yes, I heard if you message them, they'll kick it up. Sweet. So good to know. Try to be friendly to Amazon overlords. Uh, I think that's it. So we're going to keep sort of posting about this. We'll probably have a full episode once we know more about the single keyword campaign strategy. We'll probably also have some training on our site about how to quickly set this up inside bulk files. Um, you know, I, I honestly think, Stephen, you are probably like top 1% bulk file manager in the world for Amazon Whoa. advertising. It's high praise. Right? I feel like we know a lot of Amazon advertisers. And to see you download this bulk file, make all these changes, blast them back up. The Badger badger is strong inside of you. To warn you guys, if you use bulk files, there's there's been like a recurring uh, bug with some of the bulk files where it's not always updating the changes. So just double check a few of things uh, Mm -hmm. first because... I've contacted them and they fixed it, but then it came back. So I wonder if we can build like a bulk file intermediary inside AdBadger where like you put it to AdBadger first and then like it sends it to Amazon. It's like, mm. okay, we're crunching it. We'll, we're sending it. And then you can actually see every single change and verify. And if anything like wasn't live in the account, you'd get like some kind of feedback because the feedback right now, when you upload a bulk file straight into Amazon, isn't terrific. Right. Cause it says successfully processed, but then yep. it wasn't. Got to write that down in our backlog. Get that, get that going. Item number 5,000. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's the show you guys. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting us and stay tuned for our next episode coming out next week. See you guys later. Hey everybody. It's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, We actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, And if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you and we'll see you next episode.